Welcome to Embrace Your Brain with Dr. D. Joy Coulter. These short weekly brain bits give you fresh glimpses into how your mind works and how to develop its natural brilliance. Welcome to the podcast. Today's topic, what comforts your stress style best? What do you mean we have a stress style? Well, over the years, I used to have this group when I was teaching called the Brain Mechanics Drop-In Hour. And people would come in and they'd have complaints about what their brain didn't do. I can't read, I can't do this, when I write papers, this happens. And I could hear the complaint, but I began to hear something else. The way they talked sounded like it was of a certain age. Sometimes they sounded like maybe they were kind of like six, or eight, or 12, or four. And it took a long time for me to get to where I could describe what I mean by that. I think you can do it too, so I'm going to show you how to do this thing. When you're caught up in the frenzy that you probably do get caught up in these days, you're doing certain things. And you have a feeling like maybe you're kind of beside yourself, or I don't know what's making me do this. And if you're living with other people, they point out to you that you're getting on their nerves because you keep doing or you keep not doing this particular thing, and it's becoming hard to live with you. If you're living alone, it might be becoming hard to live with you too. So what's happening is that some other age seems to be taking over. The grown-up that we have inside that could step up and say, hey, no sweat, I've got this. For some reason, it's not available, and this other voice is taking over. It's the way you talk to yourself. That's how you can catch it. But when you're too busy obeying that voice, you don't notice that it's not your grown-up. It's 12, or it's 4. So let me give you an example of a couple of different ages just to get a feel for it and what you can do about it if that's the age. So some of us are slipping back to being four-like. Well, when we were four in the first place, it was great. It was fairly magical. We looked around, and grown-ups didn't make a whole lot of sense, but then nothing else did either. It was all rather surprising, and, and we had to do a bit of magic to make things work at all. And when things got bad, then we got super magical, and we became kind of obsessive about things. Oh, no, you can't leave the house because we didn't do the rub-a-dub-dubs. And then you have a tantrum, and the parents say, oh, what's gotten into her? Well, what got into her was she was too stressed out because the grown-ups were stressed, and she couldn't figure out what was the matter with them. Now, as grown-ups, when we get that way, we're, <laughs> we're wearing fancy jewelry that has magical powers, and we're organizing things in certain ways, and we have special chants that we're doing. We might have some incense. We're doing an awful lot of really kind of magical things to try to calm back down, all because the grown-up on deck isn't stepping forward and saying, it's okay, I got this. Would you like to take a nap? Or would you like to just watch a little funny story on the TV? Or would you like to go out and hear the birds sing, maybe? I mean, that's what we're really needing, is someone else to take over, because we got overwhelmed. And when we get overwhelmed, up comes these funny little ages that sort of take over on us. So what about seven? Seven is a really interesting one because when we were seven, that was when we began to get things straight. We call that the age of reason. 
So you go, oh, I think I got it. If this, then that. Well, that's great as long as life doesn't come along and say, oh, yeah, you think you got it? Watch this. And bam, up comes something that throws all of your thinking out the window. Well, you could be having a seven pattern now where you'd say, hey, fool me twice, fool me once, shame on you, but fool me twice, shame on me. And I'm not going to get behind this one. I'm going to be on top of it. And all day long, I'm going to do things that work. I'm going to make sense. I'm going to study. I'm going to practice. I'm going to wipe out all the cardboard with my sanitizer. I'm going to watch all the videos about which foods to eat. And we're exhausted because the seven-year-old just can't get a grip on all that. It's way over its head. And again, we wish, couldn't the grown-up show up and just say, it's okay, I got this, and let the seven-year-old just please take a break, maybe take a nap, maybe have a treat. Couldn't we bake some cookies? Something that will allow the seven-year-old to just be seven instead of be in charge. So if we can listen, we can get a grip on it. Maybe what you're doing is being obnoxious to other people, and you don't want to be hard on them. It's obvious that they're getting nervous and scared about you. Well, it seems to me that you've got, no matter what you're living in, a a one-room apartment, a mansion, somewhere there's a bathroom. You could go into the bathroom, you could close the door, and instead of obeying that inner voice, start breathing out more. Because when we hold our breath, it takes over. But when we breathe out a lot, just kind of short in-breaths and a lot of breathing out... When you breathe out, you've changed your nervous system. You've changed your relationship to that inner voice. So now you could listen to it and see what it has to say. It's got a lot of complaints. It's freaking out. But just calmly listen until it's done and then say, what would make you feel better? What would you like? Maybe you want someone to massage your shoulders, or maybe you just want a hug. Well, if you're living alone, you could hug yourself. And you could also wear warm enough clothing that you're not cold, because if you feel really young inside, you want to stay warm. So you just listen until the out-breathing pattern allows you to hear the age that's talking and allows you to find the grown-up inside that can step forward and say, It's okay, hon. I got this. I don't know how much sense this is making. Next time I'll try to give you a few more examples of different ages that we could be having pop up on us. Walt Whitman said it well. He said, well, do I contradict myself? Very well then, I contradict myself. I am large. I contain multitudes. And yes, we do. And they're of different ages. And each one takes a turn sometimes to be the one freaking out for the day. We're living in a time where these patterns are going to pop up a lot, and we need to be compassionate, be ready to listen, and to step forward with the best that's in us and say, it's okay, I got this. 